Do you feel like you are scurrying away your time, that you are just chomping at the bit, chasing the carrot, trying to get things done so that you can retire, so that you can have financial freedom, so that you can take that vacation you wanted or have like time freedom. So many people I know in my sphere are chasing after a lot of different things, but you know what? There's a faster way to get there. In this episode, I am going to share with you the fastest way to get to the goals and the life of your dreams. Stick with me to the end of the episode because I want to hear your feedback and I always have gems at the I am so grateful that you are joining me for this episode. There is so much that just natural life, when we are aware and alert and and just soaking in our environment, there is so much to be learned. Today's episode absolutely stems from natural life and being very alert and aware. But before I dive into today's topic, because I know that everybody's excited, I wanted to give a couple shameless plugs. One, a lot of people don't know that I do private one-on-one coaching. It's not something I've advertised. It's something that I've done. And um, well, I just want to let you know, I have two slots available. So if you are looking to, you know, just take that next step in life, that looks a lot of different ways, please reach out to me and let's set up a consultation call to see if it's a right fit, right? It has to be a fit for both of us. So want to make sure I only take on um, five students at a time for three month periods of time. And then we we reevaluate after three months because we want to make sure, I want to make sure everything is in alignment and taking um, all of my coaching students where they want to go. So anyhow, um, if that's something you're interested in, shoot me an email and shoot it to this one, Julie at julieholly.com. And just let me know coaching alert or something along those lines. Okay. I hope to hear from you on that. And if you haven't already checked out the new website, that is like all things, all things that have to do with Julie Holly and her brands, I invite you through the back door at julieholly.com. And that will give you um, access to the podcast and the book club and three keys investments. So you can learn about investments, all sorts of fantastic things that you can download. You can download the best books reading list, I highly recommend, which includes kids books as well. And because kids books are powerful and you can also download a lot of powerful information on real estate syndication. If you're not familiar with syndication, I have the best resource for you because it's syndication made simple and it puts like all these high level concepts into normal people terms, into context that we can all relate to. Okay. Enough of the shameless plugs, right? (laughs) You're like, Julie, come on. I want to know like the fastest way to the finish line already and the life of my dreams. All right. So sit back because um, as often happens, I'm going to tell you a little story. And as often happens, there's a big message within the story. Recently, my kids, not recently, as in ever since I moved to North Idaho, which is five years ago, my kids have been asking for a tree swing. We had these gorgeous trees in California. They were ginkgo trees. And if you haven't seen a ginkgo tree in the fall, you are missing out because they they turn just these magical golden colors. They're not like oak trees where they get all dingy and gross. It's like this 
just gorgeous, bright yellow gold. And it would line the streets in my neighborhood. So much fun. My husband had put up and they have sturdy branches to them. My husband had this fantastic rope swing for them in our front yard. The kids loved it. The neighbor kids loved it. And since we moved to North Idaho, well, we have evergreen trees. And if you know anything about evergreen trees, well, they're not really ideal for rope swings. Our kids have been asking for a rope swing and we were recently at dinner at some friends, um, at a friend's, and they have a fantastic rope swing on a tree. It's a deciduous tree and they can like go from the rope swing to the trampoline, which is so North Idaho unsafe. I absolutely love it. Um, no helmets, no, no netting, just go and maybe, you know, everybody survives. It's fine. Well, my kids, after being over there, just really got together. And they figured this out. The next thing you know, my son had taken one of my old rock climbing ropes. He cut it, which just <laughs> anyone who knows anything about that, it's just like that was a little painful to, to hear. Oh, hey, mom, we found this rope and we cut it. Um, OK, <laughs> um, I suppose I wouldn't climb with it anyway. It's a little too old. But uh, all this to say, he had figured out a place um, with one of our evergreen trees, he had actually climbed up in there and wrapped this rope around the trunk. I mean, it's just so MacGyvered. It's very probably not completely safe, um, but it's not going anywhere. And so the kids were just thrilled and they have been enamored with this tree swing. And now they're, that's their new like vice of choice when they go out to the yard. Well, there are a couple of branches out there and these branches are in the way and they're just protruding out and, um, and they're branches that could be limbed, right? They could be taken off and that would be acceptable. It wouldn't damage a tree. It's not going to hurt anything. And I'm an advocate for that. Like the kids, I'm so impressed with their tenacity. And so let, let's just pull that gem out before we continue on. And that gem would be they had a dream. They had an idea. They held on to that for five years. And yeah, at times it would kind of lie dormant and then it would kind of rise back up to the surface. And really this last time when it rose to the surface, they, they were so determined and they took what they knew about life and they took a lot of creativity. So desire plus creativity plus determination equals our outcome, right? Desire, creativity, drive, outcome. And that's what happened. What about you? You might have a desire, but do you have the determination? Are you finding the creative workarounds and solutions that you need in order to breathe life into this dream of yours so that it can flourish and come to life? Kids taught lesson number one. <laughs> so Mama Bear goes out and I say, you know what? We could take these, these limbs down according to mom, but we got to get dad's approval because <laughs> unilateral decisions in, on the trees is not my jurisdiction. And so we, we came with this agreement. Yeah, that's totally fine. My son goes up there to take down tree number one. And this is where pure gold happens, okay? First of all, my son wanted to go get a power tool. Mind you, he's climbing up to the tree branch and he wants to have this power tool. And initially my husband said, well, you know, if you want to run an extension cord, 
and it would probably be, I don't know, 150 feet or so. You want to run an extension cord and go through that measure by all means. And I, I vetoed that for safety. So this is where checks and balance come in. I'm like, you know what? We're not doing power tools while we're climbing up into a tree in order to take care of this. You're going to do this the old fashioned way with a regular hand saw. And you're going to, which some of you are freaking out. You're like, oh my gosh, Julie, what, what kind of parent are you? So anyhow, he, he gets his handsaw. He goes up there. He learns a lot about navigating with a handsaw in an awkward position. And he starts sawing at this tree. And this, this tree limb is only, I would say like three inches in diameter. Okay. And he's sawing and he would stop. He'd saw like, stop, complain put the saw down. Come on. Why can't I go get the power tool? This would be so much faster, so much easier, blah, blah, blah. And he was given lip about this because we we're on the ground, just supervising, um, kind of like, uh, government employees of sorts. Right. <laughs> so he goes back up there and he, he just continually does this. This whole process takes him probably, let's just say it takes 12 minutes for him to actually saw this small limb down. And this is a process of stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. It's like, buddy, if you just, and we're encouraging him like, Hey, you know, if you just stick to it, it's really not going to take you long. And then he stops and he has to give me an earful about why it'd be so much faster if he did it another way. All right. So he pulls that one down and the next branch is up a little bit higher. And I like to live a little bit on the edge also. And I didn't think that I, I don't know, maybe I'm robbing my son of this learning experience, but I thought, you know, I kind of want to go saw a limb down. That sounds like fun. So I climb up and I'm, I'm hugging the tree. I have one arm around the trunk as I'm kind of leaning over because this, the limb my son did was right beside where he could be comfortable on the tree. And this other limb was kind of on the opposite side. So he kind of had to hold the hug the tree and saw at the same time. And so I I'm doing this and I make, I make note and I wasn't trying to rub it in my son's face, but I said, Hey bud, watch this. And I just stood there and for, I would say mm, three, four minutes I sawed and it, and I'm not a good sawer. So somebody could probably do this in like one minute or less, but I just sat there and just, you know, sawed real fast, found the groove. And I'm kind of talking him through this. I'm like, you know, bud, you just got to find the groove and just stick with it. And this goes for all of life, not just, not just tree limbs, not just sawing like this, like all of life, you find your groove, you stick with it. And so I, I do this and next, you know, boom, the limb is down and we're done. And I climb down and we're talking about this. We're talking about the importance of not uh, of disengaging, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop their squirrel moment. Maybe there's a better way. Oh, that didn't work. So I'm going to come back to it. Um, start again. And I'm going, I get another, this is too hard. I don't want to do that. There are so many reasons that people do this stop, start motion. Okay. And a lot of it comes down to, I don't want to, for example, in my twenties, I wanted to get my master's in literature and the program required you spoke a second language. You could read and write it um, fluently. And I chose German as that language because of the literature I wanted to read. And I started to teach myself German and I never completed any of these programs because 
20 years ago, <laughs> a little bit over 20 years ago, I guess now, um, that version of me did not have the self-discipline or the ability to look into the future to say, you know what, I'm going to suck this up for the next two years. I'm going to become really good at this and really skilled at this for the next two years. And for two years, this is going to require my focus and attention. But if I give this my focus and attention for the next two years, this is going to be super powerful and I'll be able to do so much more. Is a temporary trade that I wasn't willing to make. I wanted to just kind of find all the workarounds in life. This just, it wasn't just with learning German and getting a, a master's in literature. It, it was pretty much my focus on everything. When I was a kid, I didn't have that, that push through. I just didn't see the value in sticking to something long enough to really develop and refine that skill so that I could do something more. That something more seemed so far away, I wouldn't chase after it. So a lot of the early years of my life and early adulthood were that stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And it really inhibited me. Now I look back and I think, golly, where would I be if I would have simply believed in myself? If I would have taken my dream, if I would have taken my desire, and if I would have added determination and that determination is really that um, combined looking at the future and saying, this is only a temporary investment in this. This is not a setback. Here's the other part of me that I've learned to leverage, but back then was really inhibiting me. I had this desire, and I, I am confident that this is going to resonate with many of you listeners. And that is... Uh, I kind of like instant gratification. So as a kid, I liked to iron my dad's shirts because I could quickly see the wrinkles disappear and it felt very satisfying, right? Um, I love cleaning in the house because instantly I can see, oh, wow, it's so pretty in here. I'm this weird person that likes to weed in the garden. I don't really like gardening. My husband's a gardener, but we've discovered this year that I, I don't mind weeding because I get instant gratification. I quickly do this task and I can see the results immediately. And a lot of people live their life in that relationship. If I can't see the result tangibly right in front of my face really quickly, is this really worth my time? Do I really want to invest my time in this? And so people back off. They want to have some feedback from the world that tells them, hey, you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. And here's the reality is that usually if you look at people who are highly successful, it wasn't a flash success. Those people earned their success over years of disciplined, dedicated, determined um, work and effort. They never lost sight of that dream. They stayed focused. They did the work. And that's when, poof, it all of a sudden happens. Now, some of you out there listening, you might be wanting to find that quick fix. Maybe you don't want to win the lottery because that feels like dirty money. Like, well, I didn't have to work for it, so I don't want to win the lottery. Maybe you are the person that's like, well, I want the kind of money where 
I do the work, but I do the work for like six months and then bam, I just get this windfall of money and this crazy awesome following. And my life is turned in a completely different direction and all things are on my side. I want to caution you, slow your britches down. So when we're so focused, whatever we're focused on is going to grow. That is truth. But we have to think about the process that we are going through to get there. And that is one of the leverages that I have learned in life. My son is a mere version of me when I was a child with this mindset of stop, start, stop, start. Let me grumble and complain a little bit. I'll get back to it. And eventually I'll get the job done. Hopefully I can teach him. He might need to learn on his own. I'm not sure it's, it's his life and his path. And hopefully I can influence that in a powerful way. But what I have had to learn the hard way throughout life is just stick with it. And now I'm at this amazing point to where it's very peaceful and very relaxing to say, I'm in this really cool process. It's called life. (laughs) I can receive where I'm at. And as I hold fixated onto that purpose, onto that dream, as I take those determined, committed steps every day and take the action, then I am going to see the results going back to the garden with my weeds and everything, right? Um, Weeds are kind of like shiny objects. They pop up really quickly all the time and they require your attention and they want your attention. And they're like, come get me, get me. And you have to pluck those weeds out quickly and just chuck them to the side, right? But the real plants, the real things that you want to cultivate and grow, those dreams, that deeper rooted purpose in your life, that is that plant that takes time to germinate. You are that plant. And we have to say there is a lot taking place during the germination process. Do we want to speed that along? If we think about um, any type of mammal that is, you know, childbearing, there is a process taking place. I know when I had, you know, when I was pregnant with my children, you know, there's this process and I didn't necessarily want to speed it up until the very end, but, you know, it's like, I just want them to grow healthy and strong. And as we think about that, our life's journey is no different. Our purpose journey is no different. And speeding it along might lead to some detrimental results. I don't have the statistics on that, um, you know, but we could think about babies who are born prematurely and the struggles that they initially have in life. Now, many of those awesome preemies, they, you know, are strong, vibrant human beings. However, that initial is like, having something come out um, birthed prematurely presents um, other struggles and other challenges and obstacles, right? And so I'm asking you, do you need to have something instantly? Do you really need to get to that finish line right this second? And if you think you need to get to that finish line right this second, why? What could you potentially be missing along that journey? that is actually preparing you for the success that you are going to have, for the realization of the dream, for the ability to see your purpose being carried out in a larger than life way. Everything that you are experiencing at this moment is meant to serve and prepare you if you are willing to receive it with that attitude. So how about this? Take a deep breath in. 
stop trying to force things from happening and simply take the daily actions necessary. Get away from the shiny objects. Stay focused on in true to what you are aiming for and what you believe your purpose is and watch what happens. Your life will become a life that is marked more by calmness, more by peace. You'll be able to be more present where you are with the people that you are with. Things will start to take shape in a really different way. And it's so exciting. So is a finish line really the end all? Or in a sense, are we living that finish line every single day? Every day that we finish strong is a day well done. So redefining our finish line is also a really powerful element. There's so much here. I hope that this served you well. There's, there, there are so many other tangents and shiny objects that I want to speak to right now, but I think that this is a lot. And I think it's a challenge for most people, particularly Americans, to be able to say, I don't need instant results. I don't need instant gratification. I am content with where I am in this process And I'm excited about the person I am growing and developing into that is going to be prepared for that level of success. Just to speak to that briefly for another moment, think about that person who does win the lottery. Think about people who um, gain success prematurely and how that oftentimes negatively impacts their lives. I don't have the stats on it, but I'm sure you've heard them because I know I've heard them and I'm not a... I'm not unique, so. Um, but the stats so often are is that those people who who get that instant shot from the lottery, they you know, wow, they they have their their money and then they lose it, and sometimes they even lose more. Think about the people who have their five minutes of fame, but they're not prepared for that for that moment of fame, and they fizzle out, and we don't hear anything from them again. Maybe we could even say one hit wonders when it comes to the music industry. So if we're not prepared for the long term, if we're not comfortable with the process, then how can we be successful at that finish line? That finish line will lead to multiple successes when we embrace the process and we say, I finish strong every day. And this is why I win every day. And that bigger success that I might have when that book is number one on the New York Times bestselling list, if that's something that you're looking for, or if I have this many followers, or if I do whatever your marker is on success, oh, well, if I can quit my my day job and have this, then, you know, and live this other lifestyle. If you're not content right now, that will not bring you contentment either. Enjoy today. You are awesome. Hey, if you want some help just sorting through this, shifting um, shifting mindsets and things like that, remember that I do have two coaching spots available. I do not take on um, very many students and I only work one-on-one. And it's a philosophy that I personally have. And so if that's something you're interested in, please reach out to me, Julie at julieholly.com. And please make sure you go and check out the Three Keys website which you can also get to at julieholly.com because I have tons of goodies for you to download for free. And if you're not on my investor list, you want to get on there because I have some really awesome investments coming up and you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. 
All right, guys, you are awesome. I appreciate you. And I look forward to hearing from you as always. Until next time, go find your freedom. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Ask Me How I Know. This episode was brought to you by Three Keys Investments. They are dedicated to helping people like you. Yeah, you, my awesome listeners, develop passive income and legacy wealth through multifamily investing. Feel free to check out their website, threekeysinvestments.com, to see if there is an offering that will help your portfolio grow and meet all of your needs. If you haven't already rated, reviewed, subscribed, liked all of those bells and whistles, I would be absolutely honored if you would do that for Ask Me How I Know. Thanks again, and go make it a great day.